Paris, please, open up! I can't do that without an infection. Spoiler mode, spoiler mode, final warning, spoiler mode, activated. Hi, welcome to a, not really a reaction shots, but it's a mm -hmm. spoiler mode and it's about Alien Covenant. Yes. Uh, if you haven't figured it out by the title of this video, spoilers. Full spoilers. Uh, so but if you haven't seen Alien Covenant, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, you could watch this and not have to. <laughs> uh, like the other spoiler modes though. The some people wanted details by details, right. like full. We're Wikipedia. not going to summarize the whole movie. No, for no, you. no, 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 no. We're just going to go through. This is almost like a review, like a yeah. live review. Honestly, it's it's basically yeah, an off the cuff, just like criticism. Huber critique. and Huber and Hink at the movies here. Yeah, <laughs> we will award a score at the end. Cool. <laughs> okay. Screw it. Yeah. Why not? All right. Can we do thumbs up, thumbs down? I've always yeah. wanted to. But we have to use both. Thumbs. Okay, cool. So, uh, four. Perfect. Four is the maximum number of thumbs. Perfect. Alright. Starts off, Ian. What do you want to talk about? Alright, well, <clears throat> I was ready to love this movie. Me too. I was ready, because I love Alien. I yes. love Aliens. Yep. I even love Alien 3. And The Assembly Cut. Love and I, I like Resurrection. Yep. The, the quadrology, quadrilogy. All of them. Is, yeah, they're great. I love them. You love them. Oh my god, yeah. Alien 1 is probably one of my favorite... Well, is for sure one of my favorite movies. Alien and Aliens, easily. Uh, Aliens, I'm a little little warmer too because I think Ripley... I love Ripley in that movie particularly. Yeah. And my dad came into my room screaming when I was like eight years old and said, watch this. And it was the Queen Alien ripping Bishop in half. <laughs> so the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> So my mom very... did a similar thing with Terminator 2. <laughs> what part? She, no, she just ran into the room with a VHS... Yeah. Watch this. Taped off of HBO, and she goes, guess what I taped off HBO? And I'm like, what? And she goes, Terminator 2. Yes. And I'm like, what is that? And <laughs> nice. I'm like, eight. Yes. That's pretty great. Uh, but yes. Uh, so this movie, Alien Covenant, the main hope is, did they learn their lesson from Prometheus? Mm -hmm. No. No, they did not. They did not. The problem with all. Prometheus, uh, as most of you know, is that the characters did uh, inexcusably... Is that a word? Stupid things. Stupid things. Yeah. Poking, it's unforgivable. Yeah, like, oh, what's in this uh, malicious-looking, sketchy-looking yeah. pod? Let me right. touch let me, you. Let me poke it a bunch. Hey, I'm the cartographer. I'm lost now. Hey, I'm the biologist, the yeah. exobiologist. Oh, I see a corpse of an alien that's clearly not dangerous. Oh, I'm scared now. Mm -hmm. But 20 seconds later, I see a just straight-up alien cobra that's clearly threatening, and I'm yeah. like, hey, cutie. Makes no sense. No, no sense. second of the characters make any sense in Prometheus at all. Cinematography is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and likewise, in this movie, the cinematography is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The sets are really cool. I want to talk about the very beginning. Yeah. Ian really loved the first scene. Between Waylon and, and yeah. David. Yeah. Really set the tone of this movie. I was so pumped. Guy Pierce out of nowhere. He's like uncredited. He's legit uncredited in the movie. Oh, really? Wow. Did not even know he was in this. I was like, dude, this is awesome right now this is a really good scene about you know your creation father and son uh the really intense line of david saying like i will live you will die yeah like i will live forever type of thing yeah 
and then uh, Wayland exerting his dominance over him by making him pour the tea. Right. And, and just a very well done scene, like kind of Blade Runner-esque with like yeah. the Voight Kampf. Yeah. And... Very Tyrell. Su- yeah, and I was super on board. Then they cut immediately to Floating Spaceship, and they have a kind of a remix of the Alien yeah. theme there. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, the, the tone is set right now. I'm, I'm sitting back. I'm seeing this in the IMAX also. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of the full... Well, and it's a yeah. it's a combination of the good parts of Prometheus and and the tone of Alien. Mm-hmm. The is the way this movie starts. Yes, yeah. They've they've got the setup like pretty pretty bald faced thesis statement. <laughs> you know, where it's like, oh, the creator and its creation, like that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, and we'll get a little more into that I think later on because yeah. like, yeah, I, I said to you like I had a I had a moment in the film in the theater where I was just like. This is an old man's film, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that in a minute because I think that relates to that thesis statement a lot. For sure, but but, then, but yeah, the beginning of this movie, I was all in. Yeah, and the then, theme, Alien Covenant. Yeah, and then even the the uh, neutrino, new, the the burst, the burst of energy yeah, that like very cool, dude. The, the energy sails, the neutrino storm scene was so high stakes. Yeah, the things crashing, people are dying, people are just waking up out of the pod, yeah. trying to, like, rescue people. James Franco burned alive instantly. Franco, they're trying to, like, get the, the out of the pod, and, yeah. oh my god, the yeah. scene was nuts. When that scene ended, I had to catch my breath. Yeah. So still, I'm on board at this point. I'm like, this is... Very on board. For feeling good. I was like, yes, kill off people randomly. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a red flag for me was the uh, super religious guy mm-hmm. saying, like, which I thought was interesting, whereas, like, the corporation doesn't trust me because I'm a man of faith, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, in the hyper future, pretty much everyone would probably be an atheist and they might not trust a guy who's religious like that for this role. Like, yeah. I thought that was an interesting flip on that kind of, totally. you know, in a sci fi setting, like, have that this, the persecuted religious guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, okay, that's interesting. And I got a little worried given the, like, Jesus, heavy-handed Jesus stuff in yeah. Prometheus. Someone had a Star of David, too, in, yeah, in and, this. Yeah, and uh, she tied yeah. the nail, um, you know, front, that was the metal nail of building the cabin by the lake, but, I mean, that nail specifically and that style of nail is very Christ uh, imagery, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Ridley Scott was, like, pretty... Uh, overt about it in the Prometheus so like you know there's that but and he's got the history of like biblical yeah yeah undertones overtones so I was like a little bit like we don't need to deal with that anymore I don't know like we've we've trod this ground so many times I'm like okay just don't lean on it so much like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm totally not against religious characters in a movie but I'm like don't I'm not as interested in that being the central focus okay you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, you, you like... Because he did it in Prometheus. I'm totally. like, are you, are you, that's what I mean to say, is like, yeah. are you just rehashing the same... I was more into memes? creator and creator. Yes, yes. Rather than, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So then, it all starts falling apart, Ian, when they get to the planet. The spores in the ears, the moment. So, you know, they, they are seven years out from the planet that they researched for years, for years and prepared for, and they're like a week away from this mysterious planet that they know nothing about, but they're scared to go back into hypersleep. Yeah, because so, of James Franco getting burned So alive. because I'm on board at this point, I'm like, all right, we'll give him this one. Yeah. Well, I'll give it I, to I you. I gave him that one. I was like, yeah. I was like eh, the logic's not... 
so flawless yeah. here. Daniels was against Daniels it. Daniels was so against I'm like, it. So I'm like, yeah, she's the voice of reason. Perfect. She's making sense. Cool. Yeah. I was on board. So this is this is really where I was hoping to connect with characters, Ian. Yeah. And that is my biggest biggest complaint about this movie is because because at the end of the day i'm extremely mixed towards negative on alien covenant uh when i came out i was like whoa i don't think i've ever been so torn on a movie in my entire life because there were parts i loved which we'll get into and there were parts i absolutely hated and did not connect with and it starts at the characters there was nobody with the exception of you know, Fastbender, who again we'll get into. That's really going to be the meat of this. Uh, there, there's Fastbender. There's Daniels, yeah. who was okay. She was all right. I feel with like what she had, right? There wasn't enough for her to really chew into. Like I was, I was, I guess, rooting for her to live. I'm like, all right, I want you to live. And and Danny McBride as Tennessee was jolly and cool. And I'm almost always mixed on him. I actually yeah. thought I was, I was a little uh, skeptical of his casting in this. Yeah. Um, but I actually think that he he did a pretty good yeah. job in this. I, I, I do f- kind his of, character was dumb. I, I for sure. I, I do feel kind of manipulated because I think I liked both of them more because of the very last moment they shared when she knocked the alien out and Danny McBride comes running out and he's just like, like what? And she's yeah. just like, I guess that worked. Yeah. Like that was a cool moment when I was in the theater. I was like, all right, cool moment. Like yeah. that. So I feel maybe that that one moment kind of made me like them Wait, more. With the with the crane thing. Yeah, or? when yeah. The, she like knocked it out or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. She released it. Oh yeah, after the truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That and, was a good moment. And, and like they, they, them just staring at each other. I was like, all right, that's a cute, cool moment. But yeah. So anyway, they get to the planet, and you know, the, the they've f- gone to this planet because they received a, a radio message. Sure. By the way, that we didn't say it, that it's uh, was it Bob Dylan. John Denver? Um, John Denver lyrics yeah. uh, singing. Now, I'm still going to give this the benefit of the doubt, Ian, because maritime rules, right? Like a yeah. distress beacon, you're right. obligated to help? Well, in this, they weren't sure it was a distress beacon, mm-hmm. but it was a human transmission where no humans should have been, and it showed them this planet that was that from their scans was more hospitable and a better match for habitation than the planet they were heading to. Mm-hmm. That they didn't know this planet was there. Yeah. Which is strange. Because they were going to a planet farther away than the planet that they leave to go to at the end of Prometheus. That was already farther away than anything else. Mm -hmm. So it's like they just happen to miss it. Which I'm like, okay, space is big. (laughs) Sure. 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 Or maybe the engineers have some kind of like... Covering. Masking. Yeah, cloaking. But clearly they don't because they're just peasants. They don't have any technology aside from a giant ring ship. We'll get into that. But like... (laughs) Oh, this movie. Okay. So then... So they get to the planet. And, and they land. the characters have not really grown. You get some stuff with uh, Billy Crudup. I can't even remember anyone's name in this movie. That's how... Just Daniels. ...memorable, or unmemorable they were. I think it was Orem. Uh, Orem, I think. Billy Crudup. And his Cr- wife. So, yeah. you know... I did like how the wife was, like, joking about, like... Uh, like, her line of, like, he's even more irritating when he's happy. You know? Yeah. Like, that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm like, okay, all right. They're playing yeah. along. They're, you know... So they they step on some spores. Yeah. Okay. First one. Well, she's like, I'm going to go over here and take a sample of this soil. Which actually, for the first time maybe in movie history, I'm like, that actually almost makes sense because she's like, 
the soil person, so yes. she needs to test it. I'm like, of okay, course. that makes sense. And it's a little swampland, so like that makes sense. Yeah. But then her like military guys like, I need to go smoke weed over here. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, well, here we go. Here we go. Inciting like incident. 1980s slasher movie yeah, yeah, yeah. laziness, which so, we'll get into later too. Yeah. Like they've even got the like banging scene. <laughs> so he steps but, on the spores, and, and again, I, Ian, I'm still giving it the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, okay, stepped on some spores. He yeah. didn't see him. Right. This whole planet could yeah. be. Yeah. Heavy Stepping spores on the is fine. fine. Whatever. Fine. You've got. You've still got me, Ridley Scott. You've yeah. still got me. Yeah. Five minutes later, dude is poking spores. Different dude. Another guy. Yeah. It, it, Here's the here like oh. slight red flag happened when the spores came out and were flying around and like were clearly sentient, and I was like, I was like fine with that, but I was. Only because it was awesome when it was going in. It was ear. cool. It was cool going <laughs> yeah. in his ear. But also, I was like, I was like, Ridley, why are we? De- why are we introducing yet another form of this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, I get that it's this cool protovirus, whatever. But how many different shapes and forms does it need to take? And I understand that it's yeah. a mutagen. I do like changing it, forms is part of what it does. Yeah, you know. So I, I'm not I, really disputing that. But it's just like. I do like that though. Ian. All right, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do. I do like the evolution of it all. Sure, and, and it's that, explained later. Totally, so it does make sense. And yeah. that and that ties into okay, they these things hatch, yeah, and they're CG mostly little white creatures, and well, w- we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Okay, so he he gets the spores. Yeah, she's like, okay, wait, actually, no. First red flag of this whole thing. They go onto this planet and they get off this ship and they're not wearing breathers. They're not wearing face masks. Mm-hmm. They're not observing any kind of protocol mm-hmm. at all. And I, like, I'm like, you are scientists. Yeah. You understand viral pathogens. You understand mm-hmm. that like a different ecosystem will have contagions. Yeah. Even on our own planet. Even on Earth, if you go to the other side of the world, you're going to be exposed to different kinds of flus and yeah. colds and stuff that you don't... That's why you always get sick when you come back from traveling abroad. Like, still, my God, put on a face mask. Still, this is like the ninth benefit of the doubt, I yeah. think, I've handed yeah. out here. I'm like, well, maybe when they were scanning the planet from space, they, they realized... told them there weren't any... Pa- yeah, I mean, clearly so they knew still. there was oxygen, but like, oh my God. But So I'm like, all right. All right, so dude gets We're dude gets the, the spores in his ear. The other dude pokes a thing yeah. that's clearly a spore, whatever it's that called. That was the moment. That was, he pokes that and gets yes. spores in his nose. He, like, sneezes on it, gets spores in his face. At this point, I was like, I was like, all right, they've got to start things up. I'm yeah. like, that was stupid, but it, I'm not, it, like, angry yet. I was pretty upset. I was like, dude, this is Prometheus all over again. Yeah. This is, this is, like unraveling everything this is like lazy storytelling it's lazy storytelling and everything set up after this because it was set up cheaply yeah it discredited everything yeah like yeah. for me just because of that moment well and okay so then dude gets sick there's a pretty nar- they get the the religious dude, guy's moments. wife yeah. gets him back to the ship dude. uh amy simetz who i thought was pretty good in this mm-hmm. i like her a lot uh she's freaking out because she's like well hey wait is this a quarantine situation like you're, you're exposed to something like i'm like yes she's making sense yeah quarantine quarantine yeah my god and so they bring this guy into the thing and, and religious guy's wife literally i don't know her name uh yeah. don't is like don't name. touch anything i'm like real great yeah good job yeah. and then gets him in there gnarly 
Intense. Intense. Like spikes come out of his back. Sick. Amy Simons gets stuff in her face. She's freaking out, which I'm like, yes, that Good makes horror. sense. Good She's horror. freaking out. Yeah. Calling back, like spazzing, uh, about like pathogen, about like uh, being infected and mm-hmm. stuff like this. And then a xenomorph, uh, neomorph, neomorph, I think is what people call him. Yeah. Uh, little white one. This one's got spikes on its back. Comes out of this guy, just wrecks shop. Yeah. Kills the wife lady. The guy's obviously dead. He breaks in half gore everywhere. Yeah, gore. Good gore. Really gore. This is like the goriest Aliens has ever been, if I recall. Really good gore. Very good gore. Um, the little alien is like scrabbling around on, his fa- on her face. The, the way these things grow is almost comical to me. Because mm-hmm. they change in side, size like between shots. They're like bigger. Mm-hmm. which I, is, I'm cool like, with that. It's fast. I'm fine with it. Like Xenomorphs got yeah. big real quick too. Quick, but it's yeah. just funny to like see it yeah. to me. But um, so then the the shootout in the ship, Ian. This is another one where you well, they establish the explosives are right next to the guns. Yeah. real smart. And then uh, <laughs> Wait, come Amy Simons, like, I don't know her role. She's a pilot, so yeah, she's not a great shot. Probably whatever. Uh, Xenomorph, like, throughout this movie, nets are like the Xenomorphs, like Achilles' heel. Like it gets tripped up in nets like four <laughs> yeah. different times. But uh, she's shooting at it, misses, of course, hits the explosive. Kind of a cool shot. Where a religious guy sure. is finally trying to get back to the ship, and then the ship blows up, and like sure. burning person comes out. Yeah, and he's like, I'm oh like, my oh, god! I'm like, come on! Yeah, I'm like, sure, you panicked. Yeah, again, I'm begging to give this movie the benefit of the benefit doubt. of the doubt. Yeah, I'm begging to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, I was not. I was like, <laughs> I was starting to check out. Yeah, uh, I wasn't mad yet though. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like irritated, yeah. angry at this it's a, movie. It's a yet. combination for me of all these benefit of the uh, benefit of the doubt moments. With thin, thinly written characters yeah. that I have no connection to. Yeah. There are no stakes. I feel like... I was going to save this till later, but I feel like we need to talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. Alien and Aliens. Yeah. The characters may, at first blush, feel as thinly uh, fleshed out as these characters. Mm-hmm. Right? Because... In Alien, mm-hmm. they're just a bunch of truckers, basically. Space truckers. Yeah. Moving cargo... And then, like, crazy stuff starts happening. Uh, the only the only moment in, this, in Alien where you're kind of like, eh, hey, that maybe doesn't make sense, is when he goes down toward the, like, thing. But you don't... He doesn't know there's anything up. Yeah, he doesn't know about that. And they're wearing spacesuits, so they're not exposed to any contaminants. Yeah. Uh, he trips. He falls into the eggs thing. Yeah. Which, oh my god, we're gonna get back into this at the end of this, but sh- Jesus... But, um, you know, Alien works because throughout, you know, unless something I'm forgetting is really egregious that I'm not remembering at this moment, everyone makes reasonable decisions. Yes. They act in ways that make sense. There are characters, and yeah, you don't get backstory moments, like really clunky ones you get in Prometheus and this, where someone just like suddenly starts talking about their past, or like, oh, mm-hmm. I couldn't conceive, blah, 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 like... That that doesn't make your character more likable. That makes your character dumb and annoying. Like mm-hmm. that you're suddenly just giving us this exposition. Aliens characters are, are alien and aliens. The characters are strong because of moments of how they deal with crisis that just paint for you who this person is. Absolutely. And you get moments like the the dinner scene when they're just happy together. You know their relationships are very 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 solid. And they're so solid that you don't have to explain who these people are to mm-hmm. us because you just get it. 
Yeah, and they panic, but they're like strong they're about strong it. They're strong characters, too. yeah. And they're they're trying to like do their job still. Uh and also then, like Prometheus and this and Aliens, I mean Rip Ripley becomes the main character, but like mm-hmm. in Alien, there really isn't a main character. Yeah. It's just who happens to survive. Yeah. Everyone has equal treatment up front. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tip its hand, you know. Totally. In Prometheus and this, like in this, like you're like, okay, Daniels, Daniels. is the final girl, like yeah. immediately, you immediately. know. Like thing like moment one you're like daniels is the one and which isn't necessarily bad Mm -hmm. it's just different totally and yeah what we like to see is characters coming up to a difficult situation and behaving in believable ways and prometheus and this again they didn't learn their lesson characters don't make sense they don't do things that are reasonable Mm -hmm. jumping forward what about the argument no what about the argument that uh you know humans are dumb Yes. You know, humans are stupid people and that we don't deserve to live through this. What do you think about that from the, from this movie? I think that argument is You mean cheap. like David's, like he states it basically? Yeah, and I, th- I think that that is a, a like a, a cheap thing to give all of these bad situations. Like the benefit of the doubt. I think it's cheap. Right. Because... Here's, here's, here's the crux of that argument. Mm-hmm. If... If I can say that the humans are behaving reasonably, rationally, mm-hmm. and then they still fail, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, we were up against an insurmountable yeah. odds, yes. you know? Like, the odds were too extreme. We could, no, I, I couldn't have done any better in this situation. Yeah. And I'm not, like, a space marine or whatever, but, like, yeah. a thinking human being couldn't have done better. Totally. Then I'm like, sure, the, we were up against an insurmountable foe. We right? didn't deserve to live. Yeah. But if the characters are making stupid decisions and, like blindly following people into clearly what are like clear traps you know then i'm like the writers of this movie don't deserve to live through this like you know like the ratings will just tear them apart like yeah no that you can't make that argument and have stupid people doing stupid things yeah you need to have smart people doing reasonable things and then they still lose and i'm like okay sweet this enemy is crazy totally yeah. Like Space Marines in Aliens. Right, right. They do their best. They do their best. You know, you have... Uh... Aliens does have one total piss-off moment, though, when... And yes, it's because he's a bad lieutenant. Of course. But when he's like, I- I'm gonna have you... No shooting down there. No shooting, For you know? Sure. Like, if he had... But, I if... mean, Ripley, like, tells him, too. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like, dude, if... They still don't know what they're up against at that point. Right. Like, but I mean that that moment is like irritating to me because sure. all he has to say is like if he wasn't such an asshole, he could have just said, "Hey, you're by the reactor. If you shoot down there, you'll blow us all up." Yeah. Then all of them would be like, "Oh, I won't shoot." Totally. You know. Yeah. Because Vasquez like, starts blowing away anyway. Right. <laughs> like, but like one moment in an otherwise pretty great, yeah. you know. But like, yeah. So the the uh, neomorphs are are here. The one dies in the explosion, right? So there's uh, one. I think it might run away. Might they're live. they're up against two because another like one the comes out of another attack. Guy. Yeah, right. which I thought was really cool. The moment where they're like, where they're coming in on the grass, yeah. and she like spots it, and they're like, totally. and then someone just shouts, "There's another one!" Yeah, Lost World. Yeah, it's like this is cool. Sarah the tall grass. Yeah, yeah. And you see, uh, is it tall grass or long grass? Whatever. Um, and you see in this moment. That they're like fighter marine guys mm-hmm. who just kind of materialize out of nowhere when they get to this planet. Yeah. Uh, that they're coordinated. They're good fighters. They mm-hmm. understand how to control fire. They, you know, they do that. I think that was cool. That's a cool oh, moment. The, the gore of the second one coming out. Yeah. Out of mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a 10 out of 10 moment. Yeah. I was like, that was Whoa. cool. Um, so then they get saved by 
who I hoped was by David. Yeah, I hoped it was uh, what's her name from Prometheus at first. Shaw. Shaw. I was like, oh, sick Shaw. I know. Also, the next sequence. There's a tonal shift. David shows up, shoots now the flare. Now it's like act two. Yeah, act it's two. hard change. I love, I love it. I loved it. I'm like, we're in yes. Dark Souls now. Yes. We're go- we go, we follow David, this like robed fantasy yes. figure. Yeah. Leads him into this like dead city with like. Acropolis. Yeah. Like. Corpses like literally tr- like frozen, like Pompeii style. One of the most beautiful. Very cool. Like unbelievable act of this movie and that's why that's where the mixed feelings come in because this act was so strong for me i absolutely loved it i loved every interaction with david and walter 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 Walter? yeah david and walter heretofore known as walter yeah might be Winston or something. How about just Fastbender and Fastbender? Yeah. <laughs> Newer model. Yes. Older, crazy David. Um, Here's the thing. Keeping, I the, think... keeping the sexual undertones, keeping the the uh, fatherhood this time as yeah. opposed to motherhood, birth. I mean, there's there's all those uh, undertones and overtones that are, that are yeah. constant throughout. And it's definitely more of a masculine creator myth in Prometheus than this one. Yes. Uh, well, not in much Prometheus. They had the mother stuff going, mm-hmm. but like... This time, definitely again set up, set up with the 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 beginning uh, scene, mm-hmm. but here again, fatherhood, and also some kind of like self attraction kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. The second he took the recorder out, I was like, he's gonna stab the other one with this recorder. Like, you know, immediately. <laughs> that scene was a little like weird to me. It was longer it was, than it needed to be for I, sure. For sure, it was unco- It made me uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable because it. I but I didn't know if it was uncomfortable because it was so weird or just because it wasn't good. It was weird. I thought it was good. I yeah. loved it. I yeah. loved that scene. I love again. I loved everything. Fastbender. I love that he's like uh, Doctor Frankenstein, and it and it's like he's a he's a, a mad scientist. Yeah. I got like Orochimaru vibes. It's a character from an anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, for the aliens to be such a sacred creature in pop culture such a sacred thing in my life that i've grown up with yeah that i've come to love for them to basically say this is how they create created them for me to buy into it and be okay with it yeah i was like all right like you've you've done something right here there's, there's, you've done something right that I'm on board for David being the creator of the xenomorphs and his reasoning behind it to create this perfect organism. Like, I liked it, but to me, I like, really liked it. I, I don't know if it was just because I was like checking out because mm-hmm. people kept acting in ways that were crazy and like David wasn't convincingly crazy enough. Mm-hmm. Like he was very crazy because basically the movie was just like flashing a light at him saying he's crazy and like the byron and shelly thing about ozymandias yeah. and all that i was like that's a weird just him slowly deteriorating yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm like, like he's okay. not gonna live forever i get it yeah i'm yeah. like i like that that this robot is insane yeah that he's gone mad with loneliness and like yeah just he's he's had this chip on his shoulder from the beginning because he's so evil but it's well, also like, like tragic there's some tragedy yeah. there well and the other robot uh walter or whatever says um you know, you made people uncomfortable. You were creeping people out, so they made me less human. Yeah. You know, which, of course, to David was an affront, but also kind of, you see the point, because, like, later models... That's what Wayland I love. Weyland-Yutani was that's like, what I love. these models were broken. Yeah. yeah. But I, I love seeing the... And that that's even with the Xenomorphs, too, right? I love seeing this 
origin point and it kind of trickling down into what it becomes like seeing what the androids become and seeing what the xenomorphs become you know i kept thinking of like wow this xenomorph is so close to its creator in terms of like its birth like vestment or birthed this alien basically right here so it has more like human qualities whereas you know i think of the aliens and aliens and it's like what happened like they took control of their own yeah. life cycle and spiraled into spiraled just out, yeah so I, I thought like kind of thinking of that in my brain and like kind of connecting it all i was i was super into that so it's like yeah the engineers created mankind mm-hmm and they created this super virus bio weapon, mm-hmm. which is another life form that that's scene highly was, mutable. Dude, the, the goo on Mut- the, the, the genocide scene. Oh yeah, when when David <sighs> killed, him. and then human <sighs> beings create David, mm-hmm. this android, right? Human beings yeah. create androids who then take he takes the xenomorph virus and then sp- sp- engineers it to his own crazy kind of H.R. Gigarian kind of you know. Uh, mental model for some reason that he had of these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he got the idea really. But uh so it's like a five-fold creation myth we're yeah. working on here, which I'm fine with. Yeah, cuz it's like he wanted to create he like he had been created, he wanted to yeah. create. It was well, all, you know. And uh in the in the commentary from Alien, mm-hmm. Ridley Scott talks about the scene where Ash, the android in that, kind of like takes a magazine and like tries to force it down the throat yeah. of Ripley. And uh, it, Ridley Scott talks about how it's kind of a sexual frustration thing because uh, androids don't have genitalia mm-hmm. and thus cannot express this thing, but they're human enough that they do feel like that jealousy and that sexual urge, and especially if the, the androids are more unhinged, as Ash and David certainly are, there is that kind of drive to it, which I thought was interesting. I mean, like, it came off a little cheesy when he, tried, when he kissed himself. Mm-hmm. Uh but there has that there is that history in the alien franchise of sexually frustrated androids yeah. and i think i think that that's interesting because then that does manifest itself in this fatherly act of creating the xenomorphs as we knew them from the original franchise mm. except god damn it why is there no chestburster phase <laughs> in the prometheus and alien covenant movies like it feels like a george lucas like if I'd had the budget back in Alien, they would have come out as a tiny tap-dancing xenomorph that goes like this with his hands, too. And I'm like, no, like, the chestburster is a larval state, and then, like, an hour later, it's a fully grown xenomorph. Yeah. That's crazy, but whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's the established rule. But now, things just come out as baby little tiny xenomorphs. Yeah. They skip the chestburster phase entirely. Yeah. It drives me insane. I'm yeah. like, at least explain it. Mm-hmm. But everything else is as it was. The, Maybe because it was like David's perfect Maybe. one. It bothers me. Because it was me. so different. It, it, it did me. like stand up and... It bothers me. <laughs> but, I, didn't, I didn't cling to that part as much as you and I... I know you hated this part. Orem. Yeah. Or Crudup. Yeah. Figuring out that David is sketch... Like, like holding a gun on so, him. Yeah, David is talking to one of the Neomorphs that's standing up like a human being. Also, really cool looking Neomorph. Yeah. I liked that one. And like, he's breathing on it and like trying to communicate with it. And it's like clearly like the moment where you're, you're like, okay, clearly David is bonkers. Mm-hmm. He's treating this thing like a child, which also there's a history of that in the Alien franchise with Ripley yes. in 4. For Resurrection. Because she's part alien in that, Absolutely. you know? And so there's that. But Billy Kudrup, yeah. Or crud up, whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
clearly already doesn't trust him. You're holding a gun on David. Yep. And then you say, explain what's happening, or I'll shoot you. I'll ruin your perfect fucking composure, is what he (laughs) said. Yeah, that was a good line. That was a good line. (laughs) I liked it. Um, And, like, how do you go from holding a gun on someone... To just blindly following them into what is like a clearly dungeon. a trap. A it's dungeon. a dungeon. You've seen the drawings. He's been explaining how he basically he basically already has confessed that hey, I created some crazy aliens. Yeah. Uh, because I'm a nutcase. Uh, and then follows takes you down into a like clearly a, an egg case. Like, honestly, honestly, is it Hollywood just begging them to have the moment where an unsuspecting guy? Puts gets, his face, yeah. Get, d- that happens. Couldn't David have just, like, knocked him out and then while he's unconscious on the ground have the chest burster or, or face hugger, like, go on him? Or, like... Like, isn't that more sensible writing? Yes. Or just, David, set an actual trap. Like, take him into your office that looks totally innocuous and, like, the viewer can see that there's an egg pod in the corner. Yeah. But I mean, they needed him, I guess, because they needed David to be like, hey, I, I worked and worked and I modified these things until I made the xenomorph, haha, wink, wink, from the other mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Uh, they needed him to do that so that we, the audience, like the dumb audience, gets that yeah. David's the one. But yeah, like, I was, this is the moment where I gave up entirely on this movie. Yeah, was I was like pretty, angry yeah, in was, the theater. I was, I was like, bummed. there is no way. Yeah. None whatsoever that this man would have followed you down and then they tried to David would be like he's like, safe it's fine like all of a sudden you just Billy just trusts yeah. David they tried again? to make him seem like a weak second in command because he wasn't supposed to be the captain they were really playing that up that he doesn't know what he's doing but I just didn't buy it I didn't buy it like yeah. he was definitely nervous mm-hmm. but he was making calls I did yeah. really love the scene when he said to Daniels you were. I was wrong. You were right. Good scene. Like you, you yeah. were right. I Some was like, moments. That was nice. It was a yeah. great moment. Like I said earlier, and it when... came earlier than I thought it would. Yeah. Like the second things go wrong and they have a second, he's like, "You were right. We never should have come here." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, I like it when characters talk to each other totally. in reasonable ways." Yes. yes. But like, there is no chance in hell he would have followed him down into that basement, mm-hmm. even if, even if you still trust this guy, like yeah. you would not have done it. So, uh, before we get into the final act, uh, one last thing about David. Just, he reveals that uh, Shaw, you know, he experimented on right. her. Which... And still has her corpse there. It was which, all kind of confusing. Yeah, because ma- he did love her. But, you like, know, she he did made a grave him. for her, but not really. And, like, he did have a caring moment with her, but yeah. then he went insane and used her as a thing. And I'm supposed to think, too, that she put him back together again, even though she knew that in Prometheus, he was the one who killed her husband and was, like, in charge of all these right. evil things. So, again, you know... Doesn't make any sense. Giving everyone the benefit of the doubt on this, but still, uh, it was pretty sad because the the my, the best part about Prometheus for me was her at the end saying, "Why did they want to kill us? Right? Why did the engineers want to destroy right. the humans? I'm gonna go find out. I'm gonna go confront them, even though I'm gonna die probably. I don't care. I want to know." Well, basically, like the subtext there is, yeah. Elizabeth, Doctor Elizabeth Shaw is saying, "I'm gonna go kill God," <laughs> is what. Like, the end of Prometheus is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm literally going to go kill yeah. God. Mm-hmm. And instead of her doing it, David does it. Yeah. Which I'm kind of just like, all right, yeah. why? But the, whatever. The whole, like, again, I loved this act. And and it kind of it disappointed me that she was she was dead because I loved yeah. that character. And I wanted I to see more. I liked her character a lot. I wanted to see more with her. But the fact that, you know, he, she was a human the only one around. He used her, yeah. He needed to experiment on her, like... Biological material. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, 
I bought into it. I was like, All right, I bought that. I bought it. Cool. Yeah. I bought it. I bought it. That David yeah. is a crazy person. Like yeah. that. So then. Yeah. Oh, so then the the robots fight. Fastbenders fight each other. Right. Which is pretty cool. I have, liked how I've when, got some upgrades. Yeah. Walter was like, there have been some improvements made. Yeah. yeah. Since you. They have a pretty cool fight, and then uh, you know we overtly know that David impersonates. Yeah. yeah. You know they have the ominous shot. Like well, like I don't think it was supposed to be a twist. Them, like I don't even know. It, my, it, the movie acts like it was supposed to be a twist. I don't know. Like, the second you see him, you're like, oh, that's David. Yeah. Even though he cut his arm off and, like... But also, logistically, how did that work? So, he, he had to have already swallowed the egg pod things before. Just, whatever. He probably did that months ago. Whatever. Yeah. Or, like, the, the second they arrived, he did that. Because mm-hmm. he cut his hair. Like, the second he cut his hair, you know he's bad because he's trying to look like the other one. So, you go... Yeah. The second he started cutting his hair, I'm like, okay, he's going to yeah. impersonate that thing. Here We're we going to run into that. Uh, but then... The timeline of, so it takes them like 45 seconds to like run from the building to the ship. Uh, oh, oh, another stupid point way earlier was when Danny McBride was like going to crash the entire colony ship onto the planet <laughs> just because his wife sounded scared. I'm like, no re- no human being on the planet anywhere would do so that. So that is, again. Or the other two would have been like, I get it, your wife is scared, so but Jesus Christ, no. My number one benefit of the doubt in life is always giving giving it to love. In right. any movie or game, like your wife is in trouble, you can do but whatever. But you got two you other can people. Do whatever. You've got two other people you know? that are saying you're acting insane. For sure. Don't kill Don't kill 2000 people yeah. because your wife sounded scared. Yeah. But like any movie, game, TV, whatever like you're going to act irrationally if your wife's in trouble. Like I'll I'll give him it. How many have we given out for him? Oh, <laughs> 20 here. or something? But <laughs> so, yeah, so, so but the, time, the timeline of him killing Walter, cutting off his hand, putting it in alien blood somewhere so that it looks burned off in the same way or whatever, uh, and then also getting out there before the xenomorph and getting back on the ship, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. B- blockbuster Fine. movie. Whatever. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Fine timing. <laughs> whatever. It doesn't... Whatever. So they get on this like bizarre spacefaring construction lift yeah. ship yeah she gets whipped around kills the xenomorph shockingly easily easily insane scene uh cool cool like adrenaline rush i was yeah. like this is a pretty sick sequence here yeah i was cool with it but then the alien the xenomorph gets on the ship okay yeah and wait the which one? The one that's on the construction ship or the main ship? I think the const- like because oh, she crushes the construction ship one. Okay. How did the other one get on the ship? It like crawled on or something. Or was it in that dude? All I know is when it first the the, the point I wanted to bring up the the when the alien first came the first xenomorph full size yeah and it jumped down onto the guy and killed him immediately yeah. That was the first time we saw the full one, and it was a six-second scene cut mm-hmm. in the theater out loud, because no one was around us. It was a huge IMAX. In the theater, I was like, respect. Because <laughs> they did, like, out loud, I was pumped. Because they didn't do some cheesy, like, here's the xenomorph, get yeah, the yeah, shot. Yeah. It was like, jump down, heavy thud, kill, kill, crunch, cut yeah i was like that is awesome it's in the res- in the uh was that still i think in the it temple? was i think it was in the temple or, yeah i think it was in the temple and they were running i'm getting kind of the order yeah the order gets here. weird but like 
The weird thing though yeah. to me was when the when the xenomorph went in to kill the lady who was washing her face, uh I was like, "Okay, here we go. We're it's going to be an alien movie now where mm-hmm. they're trying to run away from this alien." Yeah. And I don't want it to be exactly the same as Alien. No. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But I want the aliens to not be super disposable and to yeah. matter. And I want the and and the, every alien in this movie was killed like ten minutes or less yeah. after it was introduced. And it's like, and here we go. It's the 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 reason that Act Three falls apart for me is because there are characters that I don't care about at all. What happens to them? And I the like alien, Daniels, but yeah, Daniels is cool and Tennessee is cool, but there's so many disposable characters, and the alien was so CG. Like, yeah. couldn't we get some really awesome animatronic shots of, like, just from the side or, like, a big head? Like, I even think of Alien 3 when the alien comes up to Ripley in that scene breathing on it. Or, like, even Resurrection, the queen, like, in yeah. the chamber. Like, there were no moments like that where it was just, like, mar- where I could marvel at the animatronics. It was just CG and there was such a disconnect yeah. with it didn't, that. It never felt threatening. It never felt threatening. And, like... This is a common mistake where, um, and I feel like this was in Prometheus too, where they think that the thing being fast and being able to travel quickly Mm -hmm. is the scary thing. Yeah. But it's not. The tone, the menace, the built suspense, that's the scary thing about the xenomorph, that it's hunting you. Mm -hmm. That's the fear. Yeah. You know? It just, it felt like Ridley Scott didn't care about the alien. It It feels like he doesn't care about anything anymore. I I feel like he cared about the biblical father-son method. Like, that is the movie he wanted to make. That's what he... And he succeeded because that's where his passion was in that second act. And And as a Prometheus sequel, it ruled. But when you start trying to cobble it in with Alien, aside from, again, the second act and... And, and David creating them, which I right. loved. You know, when you go into just, all right, now we're going to make Alien again. Third act, Alien on a ship, picking people off. Right. It was like he had to pitch that to Hollywood to get a bunch of money? Or or why? Is it just because he was like, Alien is my franchise, I'm going to cement that? Yeah. Because then you go back to behind the scenes stuff with him not two or three years ago saying, the Alien is cooked. It's done. We're not doing it. Like... You know, comparing it to Game of Thrones, like, oh, Alien was the first dragon. They've been done to death now. He called the Alien and the Xenomorph a dragon. And it's like, I'm supposed to get on board with you, to, like, the creator. I'm supposed to get on board with you and, and get hyped about Aliens when you've publicly gone on record and talked so much shit about them and said they're overplayed and they're overcooked and they're done? And now here you are, like, making an alien? Like, and what's the other quote that you were saying where he was like, he was like, yeah, I'll make six or seven more of these if people keep paying for them. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I got like three or four lined up, ready to go. You know, we'll see. Real vote of confidence there. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'll just shit them out. We'll just shit some of these out. Well, like, I said before that I, that I had a realization halfway through this that it felt like an old man's film. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it feels like society has, like, moved past this judeo-christian to some extent but just this creator myth uh in this movie where it's like you know whether or not you believe it that's not what i'm talking about i'm just saying like we've dealt with this we've Mm -hmm. dealt with this in sci-fi we've we've had this discussion so many times that it's not interesting to me anymore i'm I'm always cool blade runner did it better like all of this has been handled you're basically doing blade runner again i'm always cool with that it's I, fine, I but... I don't need innovation or news stories, just as long as as you give me... If, if you're going to repeat a story, 
give me give me new characters. Right. Give me great characters. That's what I'm saying. To latch like, on to. Yeah. But lacking that, yes. lacking anything else, yeah. if the crux of your argument is an argument that I've heard a million times. And you have no redeeming. And there's nothing well, else to it. Totally. You're not adding anything to the conversation. You're not bringing new information. You're mm-hmm. just repeating yourself. Mm-hmm. And it felt like Ridley Scott was repeating himself. Mm-hmm. I felt like Ridley Scott is is outmoded now. And like mm-hmm. he's cashing a check is what it felt like. He do, it felt like he doesn't care about the message or the alien. Yeah. Felt like he didn't care about the alien, but he cared about create, creation. The creation myth. Which, again, I loved. Love that stuff. It, well, it's interesting because I was trying to think about it, and the, the gymnastics that are going to have to happen in the next two, three, five, seven, nine films, yeah. to, if it does ever connect to Alien, yeah. are insane now. Yeah. Because think about it. The the alien ship, which we now know is a is an engineer ship, mm-hmm. uh, that's on LV four twenty six in Alien engineer ship with a ton of David's alien pods with a ton so of David's alien pods, yeah, and some kind of like tech force field thing mm-hmm. that we clearly, I don't think unless I'm forgetting, haven't seen that tech no. in the in engineer zone, Mm-mm. and it definitely is tech. Like it makes a noise when yeah. you bur- break the the film, you know, mm-hmm. of this laser. Force field in Alien. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that has to be installed. Mm-hmm. So either David has to go somewhere else to a different engineer planet, whatever, find a different engineer ship. But then also there has to be a alien there has to be an engineer space jockey at the controls that's been chest bursted yeah. by this kind of alien, but a long enough time ago that it seems ancient by the time they get to it in Alien One. Mm-hmm. Uh and then David has to put a bunch of his own pods under a tech force field on a ship that he doesn't currently have and has no reason to go get. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It is pretty insane, but I assume there are more engineers out there because they go to all these different planets. There's no way, there's no way every single engineer was in that city. Right. And the idea of the engineers coming for revenge on David, the, the idea of... A scene between an engineer and David? Like, yeah. I want to see that conversation. Yeah, that would be rad. In the next Prometheus, yeah. you know? That would be cool. And it's like, Because that would have to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, or... Or... Uh, David gets to LV-46... 426. There's already a derelict engineer ship that had been chest-bursted. Everything, all that is already crashed there. And then he just puts his pods on it. Mm. That, I would almost buy more. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yes, I, I think that engineer. I think if this planet wasn't the engineer homeworld as was surmised, because there's only one city on it, mm, yeah. but that we saw, mm-hmm. but was in fact some kind of like engineering outpost for creating bioweapons. Mm-hmm. That then, when the bioweapon returns, everyone just smiles and waves <sighs> up at it like a bunch of children. I figured they assumed because it was a ship, they were like, "Oh, he's returning home," right? Kind of thing. Yeah, the ship that it docks into was real cool. That whole scene Loved it. was. Yeah, um, that was a masterpiece. Scene. It was cool. It that was, was cool. A, to me, it was. A, I was. I was, like, jaw dropped. But it's like I almost wish that people would stop doing prequels if they're just going to muddy the waters. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not interested in retro or retconning the mythos. I'm interested in character, mm-hmm. in well crafted story, and in sweet alien suspense. What's What scares me is that when I watch Alien and Aliens again. Now that's in this your mind. This movie's gonna be in my mind. You're gonna be like, oh, there's David Xenomorph. And He's it, the perfect organism. He said the same thing Ash says yeah. for some reason, because maybe David programs all androids to I, say I that. Su- I like kind of seeing, like, David 
the obsession all androids yeah. in the future you know it's pretty pretty cool so again act three alien movie the the random gratuitous sex scene Yo, in the shower yeah very out of place for an alien film the too most out of pl- I was does like, any other alien film have because like they've all had people like in underwear and stuff and like mm-hmm. it's it's you know close to nudity but i don't know if they've yeah. ever had like actual in alien resurrection one of the like puppet rip ripley's is naked but and she's alien, like all deformed in alien 3 they try to rape ripley oh yeah scene and but they don't show anything they don't show anything so yeah there's always there's been a history of like sexual assault like sexually charged assault mm-hmm. yeah uh in these films but i i don't i can't recall ever there being sex nudity. and certainly not yeah. nudity of this kind i don't count alien vs predator if there's any no i don't there, count I don't those yeah i never those. saw alien vs predator yeah. 2 um they do so, have they have sex in prometheus but i don't mm-hmm. think it shows anything but like yeah so act three you know the end picking picking off fodder there's no stakes to the whole thing none whatsoever didn't care about the characters well and like it's a, such a classic like cliched setup where it's like where are the other two you know, like, talks mm. on the radio, like, oh, come in, come in. They don't yeah. come in. And then there's loud music, and they're in the shower, and they're having sex. It's yeah. just like, that's like three cliches yeah. happening at the same time. Yeah. And then So then they, you know, they eventually blast the one out, and then Danny McBride and, and her have that cool moment that I was like, yeah. Was they like, get cool. back in the pods. And then we realize, or yeah. she realized, we knew. She, she realized, yeah, we knew the, from the second they got there, yeah. but yeah, she realizes that it's David. And, uh, and what I loved, also, Ian was the final shot of this movie was eerie as hell. Which shot? The ship slowly going oh, in yeah. space with David's VO His, saying like, that like fake history. Everyone's dead on the ship. This because is, of a neutrino yeah. storm. I was like, this is unsettling. So you it's know? like he, he's <laughs> like ah Yeah, he's expunged all record of them going to that planet at all. Gave me chills. Yeah. Also like him <laughs> him putting the because the shot of the embryos, mm-hmm. uh, the little human embryos in the beginning is so overt, and like the broken egg with the dead human, you know, in the yeah. beginning of the thing was so overt. Yeah, it wasn't really a surprise that he, he put some alien eggs in there. And like I was like, okay, saw mm-hmm. that coming, kind of. Yeah. Even though they're the exact right size for a ship that he's never been on, and is years later in his technology, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. It's fine, whatever. Um, so that was that. We went through the whole thing. Uh, any final final thoughts here? It's just... And then we'll score it. The one thing... And I said this before, like... The one thing that I wanted them to do was to have learned anything from Prometheus. Yeah. Don't just retread bad water, you know? Like, make characters that... I don't even have to... I don't want, almost, to know about the history of these characters. I just want them to be believable in the moment and make rational choices. Because that was the main failing of Prometheus... And so many B-tier, C-tier horror films, and they didn't. They failed again on that. Like, possibly worse than in Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Prometheus is ridiculous, but this one is inconsequential. Mm-hmm. All The only development of this is that we learned that David made the Xenomorph, the Xenomorph now happens, and then David's on this ship now. And yeah. he's gonna, like, mess with all these colonists. Yeah. And it's... Ugh. I wonder if he'll make a queen, or the queen is kind of a chicken before the egg kind of thing, and if that'll just kind of happen. <laughs> I did like how he said uh, they're waiting for mother, uh, which of course is funny because that's the name of the ship, yeah, uh, the computer, and like yeah. mother has always kind of been the villain too because yeah. she always knows what the corporate what Wailing Yutani is trying to totally. get them to do. Yep. Because in Alien, they knew somehow that the Xenomorph is there. Yeah. Like someone in Wailing knows that the Xenomorph is there because they sent them. 
basically to that planet. Yeah. You know, the, the distress beacon was, you know, either once it got the distress beacon, they were like, we found it, go. Yeah. Or they sent them out there directly to go there, you know, whatever. But yeah. um, oh, Waylon's been trying to get this thing uh, as a weapon for years. It's, it's frustrating because that's, that's I lo- also love the themes of the the original Aliens, the the corporation taking advantage of the working class, you yeah, know, and... Yeah. and expendability of, yeah. Yeah, of the of the so, working class you know final thoughts uh this movie is obviously high stakes because i'm so in love with with alien same and i'm obviously gonna hold it to a higher standard you know if you're calling your movie alien right you know there there's no way i'm not going to compare it and watch it as an alien movie you know i have to kind of put it in this timeline with yeah. all these movies that's just the way it is i can't just go in and watch it as a movie by itself which if it was if this was a standalone right summer block no baggage with nothing at all i would have been like that was cool yeah that was a cool movie it's a fun like cb popcorn movie yeah. great I been like, oh, that was fun like yeah. cool horror movie like yeah. a big budget blockbuster horror yeah. sci-fi movie awesome but like as an alien movie in a beloved franchise yes. for me personally and that you that you kind of like vindictively almost maybe stole away from Neil Blomkamp, like, yeah. which uh, that probably would have been a disaster too, who knows, but like... Dude, I don't know, the fact that, that Sigourney Weaver and Michael Bean were on board, like, I was into that. there, like... Even though, even though... That's uh, passion. Even though the beginning of Alien 3 killing, like, a child and her love interest is, like, For sure. hilariously brutal to me, For and sure. I kind of love it. <laughs> For sure. So, like, resurrecting that character was kind of a bummer, but yeah. I also loved that character. Also, yeah. Their relationship in Aliens is so awesome. God. Oh, man. Ripley, dude. I don't even want to talk. I don't want to even bring Ripley up at all. It's well, and also, like... <laughs> irrelevant right now. I don't want to talk about The first three movies... The first three movies have... They're like feminist masterpieces in mm-hmm. some in some regard because because they don't make like a thing out of it. Ripley's yeah. just strong and awesome, and people yeah. respect her Period. because she's knowledgeable and skilled. Yeah, and like that's all there done. is to it. She gets things done, but she's still a human being. Yeah, Prometheus, Vasquez, Vasquez, badass. Prometheus and this, it seems like they're going out of their way to be like. Alien has badass female leads, and that's what we're doing again, you know? And, like, Dr. Shaw definitely had great moments and stuff. Yeah. Daniel's definitely a rational human being most yeah. of the time. Like, I don't think she made any decisions in this movie that I was pissed about. No. Everyone else was a moron, but not her. <laughs> but it, it almost feels like it's they're trying to force it to be Alien while missing every yeah. good point of what it that, me- and that, means to be an alien that movie. ties into everything you yeah know, that ties into it ju- like it trying to fit into the movie whether that's feminism or, or female characters or uh suspense it's suspense or... and the, the alien itself killing people like for sure so uh thumb two thumbs up thumbs down here we each get two we each get two all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give it one up and one down only because of fast spender uh i find myself thinking about david i i have been thinking about david and the and that relationship periodically right so the fact that i've been thinking about it and into it and that they they straight up gave an explanation to who made the xenomorphs and why and that i actually liked that that's got to give them a thumb up but then everything else is a big thumbs down yeah so uh i liked i again i liked the cinematography i thought the color timing was real good yes um there were some really cool moments, some good sci-fi. If I were scoring it by myself, I might give it one thumb up. 
mm-hmm. but because we're doing a joint score, I'll, I'll give it two thumbs down. Uh, so one out of four. <laughs> okay, one thumbs out of four. up. Yep. Uh, How about like one and a half? Yeah, one and something. a half. Yeah. <laughs> one point five out of four thumbs. Okay. Uh, just because, just because, it's like David says to Walter. I'm very disappointed or whatever he said, you know, like that you're, was a, uh, yeah, you're, you're disappo- such, a such a disappointment to me. To me. Yeah. Which I like that line. Yeah. This movie is such a disappointment it's to me. It's such a, di- I thought this was the one. Dude. I thought that he would learn Jones and everyone when they were like, what do you think? I was like, dude, not good. They were like bummed. Yeah. Because I was hyped. I was hyped. I was hyped. I was like, dude, it's going to be good. Yeah. This is it. Certainly they couldn't repeat the past mistakes of yeah. Prometheus because yeah. the, the track record is there. Ridley Scott Ridley Scott was well, a master work, well, hit master or, well, hit or miss, Ridley Scott is one of the greatest yeah. directors of all time. Dude has many, mul- dude has multiple yeah. masterpieces. Yeah. Alien and, and Bur- even Blade Runner alone puts him Alien, Blade Runner, almost I everybody. love Gladiator, yeah. like, dude makes great movies. Even though I blame Gladiator for the uh, creation of shaky camera combat. For sure. One, of the, one of the earlier ones. Thelma and Louise even, like... He's a great filmmaker. The Martian was recent. I like the, li- yeah. the Martian. The Martian was the Martian. Great feel good popcorn flick. Yeah. Like not going to win any awards, you know, it's not going to get the Palme d'Or or whatever, but I liked, I had fun. It was funny. It was cool. Yeah. Great popcorn movie. It's like, there's this grandiosity to the ego happening here. That is just unfortunate. <laughs> God, I love Alien. I know. Maybe the next one will be all right. Dude, David with the engineers, sign me up, Ian. Sign me up. For, I don't like, know how I feel like about if it's, dude. What if it's like some straight up engineer revenge movie, yeah. and the engineers are the main characters, and it's like the aliens of Prometheus, and it's like the 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 special forces engineers coming to wipe out David and the xenomorphs or something. Like, I would watch the hell out of sign that. Sign me up for that. Like, at this point, David is the villain. David yeah. is the villain more than the xenomorphs. The xenomorphs this is are just his, a thing. This is, for, this is his prequel trilogy. It's his trilogy. It's yeah, his absolutely. story, and I'm not as interested in that. Mm. Like, I love. I'm loving David so far. So that there's there's a little hope there for me. But if yeah, it can be redeemed, I think. If yeah. You, if you don't eyes. like David, then I yeah. don't see how any yeah. any of this you could be on. I board. love your idea of of the engineers. <laughs> revenge dude. and like following them yeah <laughs> like they're the main characters yeah, and like seeing how their society the movie's and... subtitled it's the whole thing like basically the whole thing subtitled yeah like you don't Old even move. see david until yeah. like midway through act two <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've got like xeno like neomorph attack dogs yeah all this they see all their tech like <laughs> yeah because right now all we know oh. about their tech is they've got weird ancient looking spaceships <laughs> yeah they can make crazy protoviruses the, yeah black and doom. they've got Salt rock crystal lights that glow and float. <laughs> All right, everyone. That was uh, the Alien Covenant spoiler mode. Hope you liked it. Uh, gonna go down in history, Ian, as one of the most divisive films, I think, of all time. Maybe. When I came out, I, I you could feel it. You could feel it in the air, the mixed feelings of everyone. Like, saw it with a buddy. Both of us, like, were just... What, did we like that? Yeah. Did, did did you like Conflicted. it? Did I like I don't it? Know. It was like, did we like this movie? I was like, I didn't. So, I didn't hate it, but I'm angry. Yeah. What's? Why am I feeling yeah. this way? Yeah. So, 
Alien Covenant, share your thoughts in the comments. Uh, tweet us as well, at Michael P. Huber, at I Hank. Ian Hank. Ian Hank. Mm-hmm. At Ian Hank. Uh, and, you know, give us your thoughts, because I, I definitely want to talk about this movie with anyone who's willing to listen and have this conversation, whether you uh, d- dislike it as much as we do, or if you love it, tell us why. Yeah. Like, I want to know, you know, maybe you can you can change my mind or, or change our minds about about it. But uh, that was it. Yeah. So, thanks for watching. Spoiler mode. Spoiler mode. Final warning. Spoiler mode. Activated.